Okay, we're up to Daf Chof Vav, and the Rebbe Hashem will do Daf Chavavim Ra'alaf today, and we'll leave Chavavim uh, Beis and a little bit of Mashu of Zayin for tomorrow, and then the rest will have to be uh, the, the the uplifting final Gemara in Mayid will be for the Siyam. Okay, so we're up to the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Chof Hey Amar Beis. So this parak, we started off talking about the ways in which. Kodesh is more chomer over Truma. We had 11 different ways. And now we switched over to discussing areas in which we're more machmir in Truma over Kodesh. And all basically for the same reason that there's a certain limit to how machmir we could be on people when it comes to Amaratzim and Tahira. Because otherwise, A, Amaratzim are going to want to build their own base of Migdash. And B, there's certain basic necessities which we won't be able to survive without having access to the Amaratsim. You know, it's like they still need the Russian oil, so they can't, you know, we need the Amaratsim for the, you know, this mission. We're going to talk about we need Kalim from the Amaratsim. So this mission is going to discuss buying pottery Kalim. And <clears throat> we know that when you uh, eat Kodshim, so uh, it's, it's, it's rather inconvenient that every time you eat Kodshim, your Kalim now need to either be cashered because your Kalim become. You have the bleus as soon as it becomes nicer, is going to become oser. So you have to constantly be doing hagala, which is not so pleasant, especially if you have to get 100% clean. Or, and that's only if you have metal kalim, which is very expensive, and most normal people do not have. The majority of regular people use, for their daily needs, they used klicheris, earthenware kalim, earthenware kalim were cheap, easy to buy, very very readily accessible. So use earthenware kalim. Now, for regular needs, so use earthenware clean, you reuse it. But for kaidish, they're basically... This was the original one-time-use disposable kalim. They had to break them after they used them. It's actually interesting. They find when they do, I think I mentioned this once here before, when they do the do archaeological digs in areas where they're eating kodshim, they find Lamashal and near Shiloh, they find tremendous amounts of broken pottery because people used to, they eat the kodshim, and also in areas of Yishalayim, they also found certain, they find certain bird, bird um, bones from the type of birds that were brought as karbonas. They, they find... A lot of archaeological evidence of eating tyrus, aside from the numerous, numerous, everywhere they go, they find the cloys, which is, you know, pretty much you needed, you know, having a mikvah in your home wasn't the sign of wealth. It was, you know, was this any, any, any mildly well-off person wanted to have a mikvah in their home because it was very inconvenient if you had, you know, every, every, going to the mikvah m- multiple times a day, every time you want to, you know, upgrade from this level of tire to that level of tire, and you were, you were thinking and you touched something, and you were, so they're mamish in and out of the mikvah all the time. But I'll call upon them, they would use earthenware kale and they'd break them. So now, in order to do that, you need to have a ready supply of earthenware kale of cheap klicheris. And first of all, you know, the type of people who spend the time in Koichis and devote themselves to becoming Chaveirim, which is, you know, we've had elsewhere, elsewhere in Shas, now we didn't have this in Chagiga, there were people who were Tamidah Chachamim that were not Chaveirim. Chaveirim, you know, was a very, very high madrid. You had to be, you know, you had to live, what, what do they call today, a level a life of mindfulness. You have to be mamish aware of every, you know, the, the, the minute details and everything, you know, and, and that level of, of, of Shemir Zagof was probably not so common amongst people who chose also to be potters as their livelihood. So that was one issue. In addition, the city of Yerushalayim, there was a lot of, they had a lot of restrictions in Yerushalayim to make Yerushalayim a beautiful city. Yerushalayim shouldn't be ugly. And one of the restrictions they had, you know, you weren't allowed to have tanneries and things that smelled bad in Yerushalayim. And one of the restrictions they had in Yerushalayim is that you're not allowed to have a kiln, the, you know, where they fire the klicheris kalim, where in mud kalim you have to 
bake it in the in the oven to make it uh, usable. So you're not allowed to have the, the kiln anywhere in Yerushalayim because that would cause Yerushalayim to come black from soot. They want to have, you know, it's like you know, in China they have certain areas where they, you know, outlaw sometimes totally driving. They want to make it look a little more presentable. So they wanted to make sure that Yerushalayim didn't have any pollution and it was clean. So therefore, Yerushalayim, A, is a place where they're constantly churning through tremendous amounts of klicheres, and B, it's an area where the klicheres couldn't actually be manufactured, and C, even if it could be manufactured, nearby, you didn't have that many Tamil Chacham that were involved in, or Haverim, I'll call upon them, were involved in the manufacture of klicheres. So therefore, Chazal had no choice but to give certain leniencies in the areas of klicheres. So now is the same Yushalayim as it was back then, or it was smaller? Yushalayim was tiny. It was like the old... It was the old city, but more. They found, like, the walls of the Harabayashani go well outside the, the current old city. Okay. In fact, this is the fascinating thing. It made big problems for the church. Because the church, I'm trying to remember the exact details of the story, but the church, they have episode, uh, uh, they have a church that's, that, that's where officially, I don't know if the Yashka, when he woke back up after his buried in the cave, whatever the Irish story is, but this obviously had to take place outside the wall of Yerushalayim, right? And there's this famous church people go to, and then they make a lot of money for all the pilgrims. And then when they dug up parts of the wall beyond that, it was a very big source of embarrassment. They tried covering it up, and the church owns a lot of the land. They tried to keep it quiet. Eventually it came out, but they wanted to, you know, n- no one should realize that what they claimed was his burial spot outside the walls of Yerushalayim was actually within the walls, and they were just going with much more recent. The walls that we have today were built by the Turkish. It's a much more... Uh, much more recent, or was, uh, I think by the Turks, but it's much more recent as opposed to the, you know, original Bayashani walls, which are destroyed. <clears throat> ah. So, Zog the Mishnah. Min hamidiyim ulefnim nemonin al klicheres. Now, the one place, I got just asked about Yushalayim, the one area where, you know, when it comes to a lot of halachas, where there's certain halachas in Yushalayim, out of we, we, we assume it's just the old city, we manage closer. The one area where everyone considers Yushalayim extends all the way, even to Shuafat and all the areas that most shaykhs Yushalayim, right. when it comes to Megillah. Everyone wants to keep Shushan Purim. So that, you know, everyone feels, everyone becomes Yushalmi when it comes to. And the briskers are very worried, even in Rechov Press, which is not that far from, you know, that, that it's not Yushalayim, but. Uh, so that from Medium and inwards, meaning towards Yushalayim, so the city of Medium, which is I don't know, like fifteen miles or so, fifteen mil from Yushalayim, it actually says that the Tesva of Mill. So it's fifteen mil and a mill is uh, something approaching a mile. I don't know exactly the I forgot the ratio of a mill to a mile, I don't know what they say over there. I'm not going to say in that one, the art school will probably say. But I'll call upon him from the Maidi'in, the Lufnim, Nemon al-Klicheres. So the Amaratsim, the Padres, were Nemon al-Klicheres, because it was pushed in necessity. You know, right now in Yerushalayim, you know, they, Lapid raised the taxes on, uh, recovered the environment officially, Lieberman, I think it recovered the environment officially, but they're just another way to get a Haredin. They raised the taxes very heavily on disposable dishes, which is, you know, Haredin need that a lot, they're big families. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's very difficult if you don't have access to cheap disposables. So the only Eitzah was, they trusted the Amaratsim, even if they made it elsewhere. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a type of halacha that there's no real underlying logic. It was just for necessity. So as long as it's just they made a borderline, if you're within, from Medium and, and inwards, not that the potter does anything really different, but we trust them that it's tar. Then from Medium and outward, then he's not in that one. Now, if you notice, the Mishnah just set up a big problem. The Mishnah said, 
my demon inward is Namon, my demon outward, you're not Namon, what about my demon itself, right? So we, we, it says, you know, till the city limit, Yushalayim, till city limits is believed, outside city limits is not believed, what happened in the city limits? So that's what the Gemara is going to discuss. Ketzav, HaKadosh, Umoicher, HaKadereis, Nichnas, Lifnim, and If you have a potter, he's headed to the area towards Yushalayim, within Maidim, who hakader he and the heinak there is in the pots the hein halikchin and the people bought it for them is nemon everyone's nemon to say that these things are tar yotza once he leaves Maidin, the same exact fellow and nothing happened the same pots and everything he leaves Maidin, ain't nemon he's no longer nemon ah uh, Rashi says who hakader what's these three things so who hakader means that mi shevion l'maidim we only believe the original fellow who manufactured them. But we only believe on the pots that he himself, we believe him, but only on the pots that he himself made. That means that if Ruvain, who's a chaver, buys it from the Kader, he can't now sell it to Shimon, because it's a special halacha, halacha without any real underlying logic, that this chaver is never to buy it from the person who made it in Medin. Once he starts on his way back, he loses his Nemon. So it's really a gzeira that he's Nemon when he's in the, within this zone. So not even one chaver to, to another, it's just first person, whoever goes to him. Right, whoever goes to him is Nemon, right. So We have a brace that says that my diem, right? We said the mission doesn't specify what happens within the city. So the city sometimes has the halacha as within, and sometimes has the halacha of beyond. What if it happens to be the kader on his way out, and the chavar's on his way in, and they hit each other in the middle of the city? So the chavar's traveling from Ches, and she's coming from Bnei Brak to Yushalayim, and the Kadah is leaving, and they bump into each other in Maidim. So then, Kilofnim, then the city itself has the status of within, from the city towards Yerushalayim. Shnei Nechnasim, but if they're both on their way to Yerushalayim, so then he's not Nemon in Maidim. Oi, Shnei Yaitzim, if they're both leaving, so in both of those cases, the city itself is Kilochutz. What's the lo- logic for this? So this has a logic. So Zuck Trashi. So, look, Rashi Klufnim. The Chaver Bami Chutzim Dimen Chutzim Edim Klufnim. So Rashi Klufnim, the second class Rashi in Amud. Muter Likach Mimenu Shakader Lo Yichs Yachzer Oid Lachayir. Why? The Kader is leaving, and the Chaver is coming in. So now the Kader, the Chaver is stuck. What's he supposed to do? The Kader is already, you know, you already missed it. He's not going back to set up his stand. In the heter zone, you know, like the duty free, the toma free zone, he's already left. So this is your last chance. He's in Maidim. You're going to be stuck. So we let you chaperone even in the city of Maidim. But if Shnei and Echnos they're both on the way in, so just wait till you get past Maidim. You don't have to. Don't be so impatient. Just wait till you get beyond the city. There's no reason for us to extend our kula. We only extend it to the city itself if this is your last chance. You know, the potter's leaving, you're coming in, and what are you supposed to do? Even if they're both leaving, 
So even now it might be too late, but you're 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 you're, you're lazy. You're, it's your fault. You Why didn't you buy it before you left? You were with him at, within, and you just started traveling, and then you decide wake up in the city to buy from him. It's too late. The Kol came, and that was one case the mission didn't discuss. What about the Gemara? So I didn't discuss. I'm calling this Raisa. What about if the powder is going inwards and the chaver is going outwards? So over there, the Kol Shekain Kader Nichnas the Chaver Yaitzei Hoyl the Seif Hakader Likonas Lufnim Yachzer Chaver Atzarach Likach Likach. So don't be lazy. Just you know, you get you bump. You're on your way out of the city, and uh, the way, and, and he's on the way, and you bump each other in the city. And he tells you, I'm going to set up my stand in the Toma-free zone, so just turn around and walk with him until he gets to that zone. Don't bedaf buy it over here. So in Mela, we only were matter when the Chavar had no option to buy it before, because he's coming in. The is ready on his way out, and he's not going back. In that case, we're matter within the city. So wouldn't there have been like some sort of a time frame when this guy was coming? If this was such a common need... You'd think there's always be, there would always be a shook in, set up, right. you know? Some of the people already, you know, are buying the stands... <laughs> Yeah, no, but they had the marketplaces and everything. They had the old yeah, you'd times, think that so. this was, you know, all the old Kleisels coming to bring carbonates all the time. Right. This is a major they, need. They have to come They have to come from outside. Regardless. I don't know, maybe there's certain days of the week. Who knows? Maybe, you know. It's always the schleppers who somehow managed to miss the store, you know. The, the aisle one's up until 10, and somebody comes at 10.30, they're up until 11, someone comes at 11.05. Always someone has to, has to come a little bit after the zone, the, the, the time limit. Omar Abayi. And our mission is Meduik, this, this difference, this halacha that we're saying, that it makes a difference, that, uh, that sometimes it's like the inside, sometimes it's like the outside. So Zakta Baya, we see that in our mission, why? Because it says in the Mishnah, if the potter sells pots, and he's coming with Nimenamidim, now you can be died. That he's coming past Medium. So the Diak of the first part of the Mishnah is that Medium itself, he's not Nemon. But then the end of the Mishnah, the Diak's all the way around. Because it says, Yotsu, when you leave, ain't Nemon, you're not Nemon. That's Meduik, that Hamedim Gufa Nemon, that Medium itself, you're Nemon. So which way is it? A lot of no, it must be that from the fact that the Mishnah has a stira. In Mashmois, the first part of the mission is Mashma that Maidian is he's not Namon. The second part of the mission is Mashma Medim. He is Namon. Must be, we'll have to say this still. Khan Bakadayit. So the Raisha that says that he's not Namon in Maidian. Sorry, the Sefer that says he is Namon is Khan Bakadayit of the Khavar Nichnas, the case when the Kadah's leaving and the Khavar's coming in. And Khan in the Raisha where he's where we where it's Mashma that Maidim he's not Namon. He's talking about Bashishnaim Yaitsin. Both of them are leaving. They're both coming in. From our Mishnah, from the fact that the Mishnah seems to be a stira, must be that you're supposed to be a diagnostic. Tana. This Nemonis, the Braissa says, it's only for Klicheris Hadakin, small table type of utensils that are meant for eating Kodesh with. As opposed to big storage barrels, you're not in that one for because this whole hetter was only for for the tzayich. Amish lakish v'hu shni tolim biyadi achas. What's the definition of a small kli? You can move with one hand. Rabbi Yechon Amar Afilush shni tolim biyadi achas. Even if you can't move with one hand, still as long as it's meant for you know small scale one time usage as opposed to storage, it's motor. Amish lakish 
Rishlaki said, no, it's only empty kalim. I'm laying once it's full, so you know we don't believe him about the food. We're not going to believe him about the barrels either. I feel the no, even if it's full, barrels are not. Even if he put his baget into the ba- into the sklicheris, and normally the baget of an amaretz is like the worst type of tumah. We assume that it's medrash hazov that his wife sat in it when he wasn't careful. So it's not mishat tumah chamura. Afal pikein chazal's gzeir was across the board that for the kli he's always nevuah. Even Rabbi Yechon who says that we believe him even on full klicheres when he's in that's only on the klicheres. But on the liquid inside, it was tummy. Even though it comes up with a very seemingly contradictory situation, the Gemara says, but don't, don't be surprised. Al-tif, we already had this halacha once. We said, lagin mole mashkin, lagin temein, tumashiva, umashkin tayrin. We said that when you have the amorets and there's a, you have Thomas Mace in the ground floor, right? We had this a few blot ago. And you have a Klicheres on the Aruba, in the skylight. And the Klicheres, except the Klicheres is Tommy on the inside. And therefore we say that the Toma goes up. But this, we said the Toma goes up, the Amaretz is not going to trust us unless we limited the Toma going up to things that he could fix. So a Kli that he could be Tevil will be Tommy Thomas Mace, and the food inside it will be 100% Tar. So you see that when it comes to Tum and Tyre and Amaratsim, Chazal's xayers were not always consistent because they had to take into account the realities of the situation that, you know, if you're going to set it up in a totally consistent situation, there's going to be certain cases where you're just making things worse and the Ratzim aren't going to listen, and therefore there has to be a certain pragmatism built into these halachas, what's going to work and what's the xayers Next Mishnah. So now the Mishnah is going to discuss the tax collectors and Ganovim, you know, it really sounds like they're pretty much synonymous, that come into house, and obviously these aren't wonderful uh, people who are Makbid and Tum and Tyre, and therefore we have to know, does that, you know, make every single thing in the house Tomei or not? So, Zog to Mishnah, HaGaboin, so Rashi says, what a Gaboin, Yisrael, Shehin Gaboin, Lamelech Nochri, the Jewish tax collectors for the Goyesh King, Ligves Miad Yisrael, Gulgolios, the head tax, Umasin, Barnonios, and other, uh, Arnona, the property tax, and uh, other types of taxes. And this is always a major uh, source of conflict within in, in, in ancient times of Frat, because they used to, they, they practiced tax farming. Tax farming was the king, instead of you know, having to pay for an IRS, they would, um, they would just put the taxes out to bid and say that, you know, whoever bring in the most guarantee a flat amount, and then, you know, it was up to the tax collectors to go bring it how they wanted, and they were not very, uh, you know, uh, weren't very fair individuals, and their, their goal was, they're basically mafiosos. So, hagaboin she nichnesu l'techabais, they came into the home. V'chein haganovim she chziras hakelim, or ganovim who decided to bring back something they stole. So, in both cases, nemonim loimar loineganu, they're Jews, they're believed to say we didn't touch anything. We trust Amaratsim on Kodesh. We trust them when all of Kaiso comes up together. Everyone's trusted on everything. Rashi, they came to take a mashkin. So that we didn't touch the interior. Obviously, they touched the outside, but they say as long as they say we didn't touch the interior, that the klicheres never told me from the outside. 
Now, this whole halach is only for Kaidish, not for Chuma, because our whole mas- Mishnah is a Chaymib Kaidish, me Chuma kindly. It's all going back on the original Mishnah that said that Chuma. Uh, and now we're saying the chumras of chum over kodesh. So this is one of them. That for kodesh we trust the tax collectors in the ganov. For a minute we have a brayis that seems to say the opposite of our mission. Our mission is the brayis says The gavoyin came into the house. The whole house is tommy. So it's like the gemara like kasha. Our Mishnah that says they're Nemon, there's no Goy with them. The Mishnah that says, the Bryce says they're not Nemon, is because there's a Goy with them. It's not. And Yesh, we have a Mishnah that says, So if there's a Goy with them, they are believed that we didn't go into the house at all. But, once they admit that going in, we don't believe them in what they touched. So, the clear difference, if there's a guy with them, they're not believed to say they didn't touch. If there's no guy, they are believed. What's the difference? What's the difference? So, two different shots. One says because they're afraid that if they didn't do a good job of searching, the guy's going to beat them or whatever he's going to do to them. And therefore, they did a very thorough job. Maybe they're embarrassed and they're wanting to cover it up. That they do a good job because they're worried about being reported to the king. What's the difference? Sigmar says the major difference. If the guy with them is their Misharis, he's not their boss, so if they're worried about the guy beating them with his whip because they didn't do a good search, so if the guy is their Misharis, they're not worried about the guy, so then they aren't anyone. Masha Inkain, if they're worried about the guy reporting to the king that they're, you know, they're going easy on the Jews, so then even if the guy is just, you know, he's just their Misharis, he's as long as there's a guy there, they're always worried he's going to report them to the king. Zakti Gmar our mission says you believe Ganovim. We have a Bryce that says We don't. We're not in the time of the whole home. Wherever the Ganovim went is Tommy. So you see that Ganovim are not Nemun. So Amr Pinchas Mishmei Tirav Kisha Asu Tshuva. Now our mission is thinking about they did Tshuva. They Kanami the Katani Shavzirus Akelim. Why are they giving the Kelim back? Right? The only reason they're giving it back is because they did Tshuva Shemami. No, right? Today you could have people out here in Lake where there's a story. Some sold a very expensive car. They gave it back because they had one of these traffic tracking devices and they were going to get arrested. I didn't give that. They just abandoned it a few blocks later. But no, there's no tracking devices on the Kalem, so if they're giving it back, it must be because they uh, did shoot. What's So the Dresas Regal, the Dresas Regal, that's on it, the Nemanon, or that's the Mitzias? Where wherever they went, they... no, right, it doesn't sound like the Nemanon say where they went. Wherever we see they went, that's where it, what's Tommy. Why did we believe them for Kaidish? Even on big Klicheris and Emon, if it's needed for Kaidish. Why are we so make with Klicheris in Yushalayim? Because you can't manufacture them in Yushalayim. So when you're dependent on imports, you can't be so uh, fussy about where you import things from. And when it comes to Yontav, even on Chuma, then Emon, why? Because it's a Pasuk. So the Pasik says in Shaftin, they also have called Ish Yisrael, Al Ha'ir Ki Ish Echer Chaverim. All of Klaisel came together like Chaverim. So you see the Pasik refers to all Klaisel gathering together for Shas HaRegel that everybody's Chaverim. So you also call Ish Yisrael, Ir Ki Ish Echer Chaverim, HaKosov, Osen Kulun Chaverim. And all of Klaisel comes together with Yantav, Xeris HaKosov, everyone's tar, everyone's trusted and considered trustworthy for Tahir.
זאת המשנה. הפסח אסא חוב אחביתוי, והמסחו באיסוסוי על גב הרגל, רבי יהודה אומר יגמר, וחכם אומר לא יגמר. So referring now, you have a fellow who's a shopkeeper in Yishalayim. And when it comes the Zman Alila Regal, so he opens up his, you know, all the shopkeepers in Yishalayim must wait all year for, you know, for, for the amount of time. And, you know, they have all their barrels open and everyone's coming to buy. And since Bishas HaRegal, we say that everyone's considered Chaverim, so all the everyone's touching anything. Then you have a major problem is that the second Yont is over and everyone goes home, whatever barrels you had open, so those barrels are now, we, 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 you lose that special status, and these were touched by Amaratsim. So what do you do with it now? So, well, if something wasn't touched... If only you touch it, you're fine. Oh, no, but saying, I, oh. If it was touched during, but it wasn't touched after... Right, so that's point. exactly the shy over here. Well, see, Rashi. Rashi says, Chover sheposach es chavitoi limker yayim yushalayim v'regel, v'chol abol likach nemash meshraf amaratsim ashen. Everyone's touching. Even though during Yantav itself we assume they're tar, it's not that they're really tar, it's just that there's a cost of that we're allowed to ignore the potential there probably is Tomar. Whatever he touches Tomar, even retroactively, if this is what you're asking, we're going to see in the next mission of Ezra tomorrow. That after Yontav, even the base of Migdash, actually we'll see that mission today, but um, even the base of Migdash they consider it to be Tommy. Everything's Tommy. The whole Yushalayim, it's not that we really assume they're Tar, it's just that we, we, we have a right to overlook the Toma for the duration of Yontav. The question is this halacha that we treat them all as Chaveirim, does this allow us now to complete, you know, we don't want them to have a financial loss. They can come already two, day, two three days before the end of Yontav, no one's going to want to open barrels of wine. So Yehuda Imer Yigmar, I'll skip to the second Rashi. Because the only way to ensure that people are willing to open barrels of wine is if they, they can finish the whole barrels. You're not allowed to finish selling the barrel. Right? So, you know, by three, four days before the end of Yantiv, the stores are going to be empty because everyone's scared that I'm going to open a barrel while selling only half of it. All the half's going to go down the drain. You know, it's, it'll take too much of a loss. So you the hell that they're matter safe from and they said to you, once you open it, we'll expend the special dispensation until the end of the Well, the Chacham hold no. What should you do? Right, right now it's Tomei, and therefore you can't fix it. Zakti Gemara. Yosef Reb Ami. Reb Yisik Nafcha. Kilod Reb Yisik Nafcha. Reb Yisik Nafcha's porch. What's the halacha? So you can't use it according to Rabbonon. You know, after Yant is over, that's it. But can I just, you know, let's say it was Pesach, it's not that long to show us, I'll just cover it up, put it downstairs in the storeroom, take it out, show us time. So the other one said, Everyone touched it. How could you leave it? It's for sure Tomei. Amalei, Everyone's touching it anyway. So during Yontav, for whatever reason, we look away. So I can't look away now, but next Yontav, I'll look away again. So I'm away. How could you compare? During the regal, this Tommy is not Tommy. But now, once Yontav's over, this thing is retroactively Tommy, and it's not going to become Tahar when the regal comes. Bishlama, it starts off the regal Tar. So the Torah says we could ignore what happens during the regal, but once there's a time period we consider it Tomei, we can't re it. 
So like the Gemara Neimaketana this machlekes whether or not you can save it for later is machlekes One Brisa says wait for the next yomtiv. And the other one says no, you can't leave it for the next yomtiv. My love, Tanoihi they're arguing in this prat. So like the Gemara loy, no 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 the one that says you should leave it for the next regel, Rabbi Yehudi that's Rabbi Yehudi who holds that it's you're allowed to finish it. The one says, don't leave it over, Rabbanon, and hold that it's also to use it after Yantif. Let's say he establishes before, beforehand, before he even opened it, he said, this is just, this will be my Yantif, my Ragnar. Yeah, but still, during, during the intermediate times, it's going to be Tommy. But the more, anyways, that doesn't like this terrorist that just said that these two braces, one of them is the, the one that says you should save for the next Yantif is Yehuda, because Yehuda is more makele than that. Betizra, Har Yehuda, Yigmar Kalmar, Yehuda allows you to finish it even. During the days after Yontiv itself, you don't have to wait till the next Yontiv. So, what's the Machleks in the Bryce? And the Chayyot's arguing this point. El is like, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's not, the Bryce aren't arguing if you're allowed to leave it for the next Yontiv. Other Rabbi. The one that says, don't leave it for the next Yontiv, that's Rabbi Yehuda. He means, he says, don't leave it for the next Yontiv. It doesn't mean you're not allowed to. He means you don't have to. You could just sell it now. This that it says, you should leave it to the next Yontiv, that's according to Rabban who hold it right now, you can't sell it. But you could leave it for the next yontif. So it comes out now from the Laskona of the Gemara, when Rabbi Huda said, it means you don't have to. But it comes out that Rabbanon says you should leave it over, it means that Rabbanon holds that if you leave it over, it will later be mutter. Which is not like we said till now, that Rabbanon would hold that you can't leave it to the next yontif. So it would seem, the Laskona of the Gemara, is that even according to Rabbanon, you can wait to the next yontif. But Lamaisa, most Rishayin and Paskin and Rambam and others, that, that you cannot leave it over. So it's a little bit of a problem with this piece of Gemara. Look, the Mishnah, one more Mishnah for today. Once Yantav is over, they have to get rid of the Tuman Nazara. So they would, you know, take all the Kalim out and they would write Rashi's Mavir and say, Kalim, come, they move all the Kalim out of place. So I'd they table them. But Tyrus Azara, and they have to sweep it. And they would Azara. I'm Ard Shinogam and Beregel because I'm Ratzim Rul Jang Zacharyan, touching everything. Shafel Pisha. Awesome, Hakosov, Haveri, Beregel, even though we consider them Haveri and Beregel, we're not worried about the Toma. Let me show your name. We're not that really Tor. Even the base of English is Tommy. However, even though we have to re Matar everything, still, over Regal Yem Shishi, if Yontav ends on a Friday, they come as Shabbos, but you can't do it on, on there's, there's no time. And, and, uh, Rabbi Yehuda says, that even if you already have a Thursday to deal with it, because the Kahanim are too busy. What are the Kahanim busy? With There's so much ash that accumulated on the on the on the Zbech of Yontav from all the Eli Regal bring all the Kabbalists. They used to leave it on the basically the Shavi Yontav. Everyone should see this mountain of ash and they should realize the tremendous amount of Kabbalists they brought. It's a cover from the Zbech, but now that the Yontav's over, it's a tremendous job to cart away all the ash and there's no time to be busy. Cleaning up the Azara, and therefore they had to wait until after Shabbos to take care of it. And the Bezashem tomorrow, the mission will tell us how they used to clean the Azara, and then we'll talk about uh, the fact that even Paishi uh, Israel, that's what we see in Ain Arshal Gehad and Shail then. Okay, Shkech.